welcome to episode 17 of the Nicely Done Podcast. I'm Satya, I'm a writer and I live in Boston. Hello everyone, my name is Amrita and I'm a journalist from New York. Should we say other things in our bios? Yeah, we should introduce ourselves as like best friends catching up on culture. <laughs> Something about snacks, God. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm going to just start uh, introducing myself as uh, I am Satya, I sleep a lot. <laughs> You know what we should do every time we should introduce ourselves in a different way. Maybe like read like our bios or something for everything. Social media bio. Yeah. Hate short bios. Um, One of the funniest bios I've seen is by this guy. Um, what's his name? The guy who plays Ryan in Office. BJ yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark. BJ Novak. <laughs> so his uh, Twitter bio says LinkedIn bio. It's so funny to me. Um, but a special welcome to people who work in advertising in India. In a time before OTT, ads were a big part of the TV experience. All the problems aside, thank you for the memories. With all of that on our mind, let's move on to our episode. So uh, for this one, we have something very interesting lined up and um, the we're going to do our show about Indian advertisements that changed India and how they informed the country. So this uh, idea of doing something around ads came from a little news peg uh, from an ad that was released by an Indian clothing brand called Manyavar. And uh, it starred one of the leading Bollywood actors, Alia Bhatt. And uh, the, sh- the advertisement shows her participating in uh, a ceremony at her own wedding where the daughter is given away to her new family. And it shows her kind of questioning why is it called Kanya Daan? Daan in Hindi means giving away. Uh, and why is it that the daughter is giving away? Instead, can we flip the word on its head and call it Kanya Maan, which means to honor the daughter and not treat her as a product of transaction. Um, And that ad, obviously, whenever these kind of things happen, um, there is a lot of passion surrounding everyone gets really riled up and feels the need to quickly pick a side and like either tear it down or applaud it or just participate in this conversation, which is a good thing for overall cultural conversation, but sometimes it gets tricky. And uh, the actor, the actress who I shall not name, uh, who has spewed a lot of like shit on uh, social media for the last few months um, came out and she, Kangana Ranaut, basically she called it out and said that this is not Indian culture. And I feel like that sparked the idea of Satya and I talking about, okay, so then let's talk about what have been conversations around some of our favorite ads from our childhood and uh, in the present. Yeah. So, when I when saw I, the ad um, starring Alia, but I was, uh, I didn't even feel anything like, you know, I didn't feel like it was offensive. I didn't feel like it was telling you what to do or anything like that. I don't know where all this like negative conversation about someone is out there trying to like uh, put down Indian culture is coming from. It's If anything, isn't culture what we make of it? Well, 
that's that that's what got us started and uh, we have prepared a list of these favorite some of our favorite ads yeah. so from black and white advertisements in the paper promoting soaps for beautiful women uh, or the air india maharaja who ushered in this new class of indians into air travel um, and then from the famous amul billboard ads that are everywhere in the country that like perfectly capture the pulse of the nation um some of these ads have confronted stereotypes and some of them have conformed to them um yeah. and these are our topics uh, and we'd be talking about how they changed us and how we changed them back so yeah watching the i think amul ads are my favorite they really really get what everyone's talking about and i'm sure some of the smartest people in the country work on those ads my dad told me there's a particular junction in which there's the billboard and i think when i was like 7 or 8 just when i learned how to read or he just said it changes every week so every time the car passes through that junction you are like just dying to get a glimpse of what is on the billboard right yeah uh, sorry so, it's like that like perfect thing of what's happening in the nation the biggest yeah. news that obviously everyone would have read but yeah. still a quick pun on it you know yeah. it's like a very uh very interesting we'll we'll put a link to some of the best amul ads for people who don't know what we're talking about but it's it's good guys trust us <laughs> yeah it's, so uh, the first one i want to talk about is also something that's been in the news recently it's the cadbury dairy milk ad uh as a country i think it's our favorite chocolate uh it's like the gold standard chocolate if you want to have you better have like a cadbury right yeah yeah dairy milk um and um So last week, a new advertisement for the Cadbury Dairy Milk chocolate bar dropped, and uh, it was a reimagination of an old favorite ad. So the old favorite ad dropped in 1993. Um, the company Mondelez India and Ogilvy India, which is the advertising company, um, reimagined that ad from the 90s by reversing the gender roles to celebrate. women and women athletes in particular so in the old ad which released in 1993 there is a guy uh, he's a cricketer he's standing in the middle of the pitch and he's like ready for his lagan moment of uh, hitting like a sixer and his girlfriend assuming that she is his girlfriend is like in the stands and she's watching him and she's so nervous and like everybody is like oh ho kya hoga what will happen and like he hits it and like is the person going to catch it at the boundary no it's a sixer and like she starts like dancing okay so it was iconic even then because there was this uh, gaze of showing a woman who's unapologetically like celebratory and like is taking up more space than culturally women are allowed to bursts onto the pitch and she starts dancing and everyone starts laughing and her boyfriend is like a little embarrassed but he's like happy and you know it the ad ends like that it was i think um, visually one of the most memorable ads i have seen that that girls like blue and red and like colorful dress and like uh, how she dances on the pitch uh, yeah. she doesn't dance yeah. yeah she doesn't dance in like a coy way or like you know anyway she is like full on celebratory dancing uh, so it was always visually very memorable and when i saw that they reimagined it i was very interested to see what they did with it they totally flipped it on the roles on the gender roles and uh, it's a woman cricketer and her uh, partner or boyfriend is watching no one says it's the brother or anything it's and we are all assuming it's the partner uh, celebrating uh, from the stands he's also watching it's all the same 
script and then he um, jumps up and like dances and all of that and um, i think the internet went like gaga over it everyone really loved it and it's like high time that women athletes get partner appreciation and also appreciation from uh, uh, society right especially in a country like india where uh, cricket is so big but there's still like a very small viewership for women's cricket this was much uh, anticipated and uh, it could not have come at a better time because i think everyone was happy to see an old ad an old favorite but also with the new mindset yeah i really like that they showed a woman cricketer what a under appreciated uh, team yeah and uh, i have cousins who played in like cricket and stuff and not only are they not appreciated they're often told to stop it now you know because nobody's watching you know watching the games and i'm saying this by agreeing that i don't watch it either uh, even i used to watch men's cricket right um and also like it's a very it's a long format you're on the uh, on the ground for uh, um, many hours it's not like a 3 hour thing so you like um, physically bear the brunt of a long and strenuous game which women are very often and very vocally discouraged from so i'm hoping that actual indian women cricketers get more uh, ads and like a bigger chunk of this whole advertising economy and uh, that way people can have better role models yes <clears throat> amazing what was something you picked so my first pick is the brand tanishk um and tanishk is a indian jewelry brand and they usually do like traditional uh, or modern jewelry um and it's a brand that like we have been seeing for many many years uh, as adverts on our screens on our televisions and stuff and now it's kind of one of those that has also i think very correctly captured the changing movements in women's stories so because i was very excited to pick tanishk because it around like i saw around 20 advertisements that tanishk has done over the years and like it's one one minute right and i was just so overcome with like emotion even by seeing them because these are all stories of women because it's a jewelry brand um women are at the center of the story they are either gifting the jewelry themselves to someone or they are being gifted but it's all a celebration of women and their stories and um i think that this this kind of programming was happening from the late 90s and even then i think they were always at the periphery of what is happening in society their so, take on like modern indian women was very interesting and i was actually a little scared of like going into it just to see that uh i hope that it has still aged okay but um i'm here to tell all of us that it has so i picked like a quick top five uh, ads that they've done the first one i think was a 2013 one that is very that became very popular it was a bride at her wedding and she was getting ready i don't know why there was a need to describe that bride as a dusky bride it was just a bride and she was um, she's very pretty and she's getting ready and she's surrounded by like all of her you know a uh, team bride and mm-hmm. she puts on a very beautiful tanishk um um neck piece and then her little daughter 
is actually at the door and she comes by and there's a playful moment happening. And then when the actual ceremony of the Feras is happening, the daughter wants to join in uh, with the bride and the groom. And the now groom kind of like looks at the little kid and is like, Ria, come. And she hops on his like shoulder and then the three of them take the, uh, take the wedding vows together. And uh, I remember that. And then she looks at him like, okay, now this is, this is my new life. And I think it had maybe three dialogues. The whole thing basically happens over music, which is also very like interesting for Tanishk ads. And I think it was just very like, it was a very quiet, quick, like nod to what matters, what doesn't matter, single mom getting married and you know, just that um, very nicely done. Um, there was a very cute ad actually that I'd completely forgotten. It was about this couple who is uh, who is living together and then how he proposes to her after she comes back from a work trip. And they're mm-hmm. caught, and the, the meat of the ad was just their like day-to-day conversation like, oh, how are your friends? What did, what happened? Oh, you guys didn't play games. It was very casual. And then he proposes and she's just like, and she says, yes. And it was just such a, like, I was very surprised. It was just, um, what is it? Like a, a moment in their lives, nothing special, very casual, but just a very uh, nice nod to that, those relationships. Um, there was one ad that I thought was my favorite and I had not seen this. Um, it's, uh, it's, it was a woman who is at work and she's being supervised by another woman mm-hmm. and uh, she has a presentation to give, you know, those presentations that yeah. have the presentation halls with pie charts. <laughs> <laughs> so it's endlessly funny. Anyway, and she's wearing this really nice, like a gold chain and beautiful gold earrings. And her woman super, like her, sorry, her boss comes to her and her boss says that, come on, we're ready for the presentation, but can you take down your earrings? We don't want the client to focus on the earrings. Uh, we want them to focus on the presentation. And uh, this this girl, who I think is that actor Pallavi. No, Nitya, Nitya Menon. I think it's Nitya Menon. Um, and she is kind of like a little um, sad and she takes them off, but she looks at them she uh, rethinks it she puts them back on and goes inside and when that when her boss asks her like what are you doing she said that uh, the presentation is so good that they're not going to be looking at me and then mm-hmm. that boss is kind of like okay that's that's cool mm-hmm. the idea of like you don't need to dress down at work and you know kind of working women still standing up for themselves and each other which was also very cute mm-hmm. um, and like another small one was just uh, this Two women at work, one obviously younger who doesn't get a lunch dabba, lunch tiffin box, and her older colleague always helps her out and carries an extra dabba for her. So on Valentine's Day, the younger girl gives her colleague a nice pair of earrings and says that, mm-hmm. you know, for that colleague who always carries an extra dabba. Happy mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. And, you know, my biggest, like, I was so happy to see that so many of the ones that I watched were around the idea of a working woman or a woman who has ambition or something else happening in her life. Yeah. Full marks on Bechdel, dude. Like not one, I mean, apart from the proposal, but like all of it was kind of like, what is this woman's life looking like and how she empowers herself with her mind and her thoughts or other women around her do it. So I was like, this was very, very uh, amazing for me to watch. And it kind of like, I think 
um, then turned people to think about how their daughters are or how their friends are. Oh, maybe this is the kind of professional woman that like the 90s, early 2000s were kind of promoting. So yeah. all good news there. The only thing that has to be addressed while talking about Tanish is that there was one particular ad that happened uh, last year that we actually spoke about on our show. Um, yeah. And it was an ad that showed a Hindu bride um, being surprised by a baby shower by her Muslim in-laws. And um, that ad was like really received a lot of backlash because it said that it was promoting Love Jihad. Please listen to our episode on Love Jihad that we will link in the story notes. Um, And basically that ad faced a lot of backlash. Um, The shops selling the products were vandalized. The ad was taken down. And then it created this huge rush about like, don't tell us what Indian culture is. And these kind of like, these kind of issues Tanishk, I think, has dealt with from the start because they take on these kind of, you know, moments in um, a changing India. And uh, these days, there is a lot that happens. Yeah. What what are your thoughts? Yeah, it's so nice, right? Like that uh, a product is shown as a product that kind of is something you show as an appreciation and not something that inherently changes you or changes your value or how the world looks at you or how you look at the world. I feel like who in advertising meetings is sitting and being like, let's show that they're going to use this lip balm and they're going to become like CEO. What? What does doesn't make any sense. And like 10 other people are like, yeah, great idea. Let's do it. <laughs> who, who are these people? I think that's my biggest takeaway that here it's shown as like a thing you buy to show appreciation or uh, how much you value someone because gold is a valuable metal. It's expensive, uh, not something you still most of India does not just buy on a whim. You save up and buy buy it. Uh, so there is a special sort of bond with gold uh, for Indian women. So sure, I, I like the way they look at their own product. Yeah. And... Uh, it shows a little bit of an understanding of even that people are not dumb. And, yeah. you know, you if you show someone that give this to your girl or give this to your wife and yeah. see how much she will appreciate you, that's not, that, not something that they have done. And uh, this is a credit to good thinkers and writers in the advertising team who have a kind of a good grip on what it is like to be a woman. Maybe yeah. I would be. And I would be interested to know how many of these were actually directed by women or scripted by women. That's, I think, um, a thought to follow. And they're mostly done by the ad agency Lolintas. So mm-hmm. kudos to their marketing team and their writers and their directors. Awesome. Um, yeah, from something we love and cherish to something we are uh, really embarrassed and wish are the pre- generation before us did better honestly um, is a is a product that's very unique to our part of the world but not that unique india pakistan bangladesh malaysia southeast asia generally are uh, fairness queens my earliest memory is uh, actually watching my sister use them and i have used them myself i think maybe for a year or so not every day because i was pretty young but uh, we're talking about the brand fair and lovely um even saying it brings such a ugh, sort of like uh, god i hate the the messaging of this particular 
brand and uh, and uh, like you did i also watched all the ads of fair and lovely and uh, i felt nauseous after watching 20 ads in a row because i am an example of a generation that grew, grew up watching these ads yeah. uh, so it's uh, it really struck a, a, it it really struck very close to home so the first fairness cream came to india in 1919 way before the british people left us um it was called afghan glow um, clearly it didn't make it really big in, in the community um because uh, it was not i think advertising was not there and like you know it was not it did not reach masses but hindustan lever which is a subsidiary of unilever launched fair and lovely in 1975 um since then up until even now but at least until uh, 2005 2010 the brand enjoyed a huge popularity in uh, women from 18 to 35 years of age and their ads are all targeted at this group right so um so the ads message is basically that there is a woman who is uh let's say dusky and uh, then she uses fair and lovely and within 21 days or 31 days she goes through like seven or six change of shades and she becomes fairer so whatever she couldn't do in the one month before which could be a job interview a marriage proposal uh just confidence or anything she just overcomes it because she's fairer now and she's more confident and she's more deserving is basically the message and she gets it now so my biggest thing from watching all of these ads is not just how the women themselves view themselves in the ads but like everyone around them there are so many painful ads like the dad's a little sad that his pension is a little low and then he's like i wish i had a son and this girl is like i will become a son she's very upset and she goes and uses fairness creams and then she gets a job and then she's like i'm your son i'm like i don't understand anything <laughs> what kaash ek beta hota and then she's like main air hostess banungi and then and then she like forgives her parents there is no acknowledgement of like anything and and then there are other ads like uh there is a boy coming to see you but like oh ho oh, what is this here use this and all of these actors in the when they play the dusky part are all in like black face basically they yeah. are they are touched up to look darker and then they look uh their re- what the regular complexion is with like a shit ton of like light and makeup and all of that and the end result always looks slightly manic you know like the the fairness like they look slightly crazy to me like no one's that fair uh and there's one in particular genelli i don't know if you remember she wants to be a cricket commentator she's sitting on her couch and she's like uh, if you see it i'm sure you'll get it. you'll like remember it she's like doing her um, fake this thing with like the remote and she's like commentating her mom comes takes away the remote and puts a fair and lovely in her hand Amazing. and she uses that and she becomes a commentator and she goes and sits next to krishrikanth and she's like oh and she's like commentating and uh, she's wearing like this Pink so it's a magic cream it's basically the magic cream that's what it is like and in in 1975 they started ruining women's lives in 2005 they were like why leave the men there's a market there so imami was like uh, fair and handsome 
and shahrukh khan is there shirtless to tell them that here use this and i'm like you became successful without you i don't understand what part of them was like i can do this and not feel bad you know and some of the biggest stars in the country like aishwarya rai there's a cringy ad where she tells mahima choudhary that you know start using it and then and she's like oh i also then be a very beautiful bride like you and uh, then there is like priyanka chopra who did not fair and lovely but she did ponds white beauty ad and um, shahrukh khan and all these people are like some of the biggest stars in the country right so money is not a motivator so what i don't know why you would look at this and not realize all grown as adults nobody here is a child how did you not know this is not a uh, good thing and very ironically shahrukh's daughter gets trolled for being darker yeah now and i'm like do you not see the vicious cycle that you have perpetuated as well yeah like it's very sad and um, i think television ads have actively stopped in 2007 is what i've read online i have not watched indian television since 2009 2010 so i am not 100% sure i mean i watch like in my laptop and stuff where you can kind of skip the ads and things like that people like priyanka chopra have gone on record and said that once they saw the ad they were like i cannot be a part of this she has acknowledged that she felt very uncomfortable seeing that because she herself as a youngster felt like she was dark and less than and she was like i closed my contract and you know i don't want to be a part of it but like other stars like yami gautam who is very fair yeah very fair like she does ads where she becomes four shades of lighter i'm just like you know you're putting on makeup before right like why are you false selling this i don't understand and she's gone on record and said after doing a few movies with aishman Kurana, who does like all these social movies that tackle either like how Indian society sees overweight women or bald men or you know uh, some of these things, and then she said that I feel like every color is uh, every complexion is beautiful. I have never said that. People don't understand that I have these conversations with the the brands, and yeah, but I have seen at least seven ads from two thousand thirteen, fourteen to two thousand twenty, where she's talked about. Um, how fair and lovely is like a fairness treatment and yes in the last 4 5 years the thing of like if you are fairer you'll get a boy that ad has stopped but it's still like a fairness treatment and the word fairness is still there and all of that and it's marketed to a country that's obsessed with like being a lighter skin tone where there is more social equity for like lighter skin tone people than darker skin tone people even in like educated families people are like don't go out in the sun you'll get tan and we put on all kinds of things on our face like not for better skin but essentially to be fairer right i have had extended family members say to me she's dark but she's pretty you know like her face features are really nice and people think that it doesn't affect you of course it affects you what do you mean you're telling a child who's not aware of like that something is like not she thinks she's fine and then you're telling her this is there but your nice is who are these adults and i have some people i really love and admire say this to me uh which is even worse because then you're like must be true right and um, this whole before and after and like the after part of you being more desirable more successful more worthy of success or anything god there are some in, in which like 
a person wants to become a collector and her big plan is to use uh, to become an IAS officer she says the word collector her big plan is to use uh, 30 30 days fair and lovely and i'm like who are these people who don't know the entrance exams are so competitive right like uh, and it's literally shown like as it's a key to unlocking a better future you have to open it to like whatever and then when she becomes an ias officer she goes back to her school and she sings on stage about how something it was crazy and then someone else comes up to her and is like i want to be like you but i'm dark then she tells her oh you can do this oh. and I'm like, wow it's a special cycle of hell to watch those ads on loop it's uh, crazy and honestly i just feel like we are in 2020 and 2021 wow uh, and after the protests about george floyd's uh, murder there were some there was like backlash for fair and lovely and generally all the products that perpetuate this thing of like black is not beautiful or less than or whatever and they have renamed it to glow and lovely how will anyone ever know what it was before um but uh, fair and handsome was like i will do fair and radiance because they were not allowed to be glow and handsome and uh, fair and lovely has maintained that it's not a bleaching product and it doesn't do bleaching and it's very confusing what the ingredients in it are how are you suddenly fairer in 15 days it seems impossible without bleach but um, this idea that fair is lovely comes from like a colonial mindset and internalized uh, racism which i think has just been uh, molly coddled and supported and the the flame has been like uh, um, constantly kept uh going because of products like this that everything from soap to uh, cream to moisturizer everything is marketed that this will make you fairer it's a big sell in a country like india people don't understand that it's very desirable and if you don't stop the desire won't stop and yes the society can be better and say we don't want it but it's unlikely it has to be a two way change i'm going to actually link uh, the youtube thing of like all the fair fair and lovely ads for people who are not from india if they want to see and uh, i encourage you to have a conversation with your nieces and uh, nephews and uh, younger cousins or even older cousins if you if you have people who are struggling with their complexion who feel like if only they were a little fairer they feel better about themselves um because these need to be changed and challenged uh, regularly um i also have used all of the above i've used the ponds white beauty i've used the fair and lovely because and my mom used to tell me to not use them but i was like what do you know like i know what is good for me uh, and i know exactly why that would happen i in when i was in like not high school but like primary school or something i think i got like a few comments um and kids are like great very friendly yeah. and like so i think i got a few comments and i actually while you were talking about it i remember exactly what words uh, someone called and like how like oh of course she won't come or of course she won't wear this shade yeah yeah it's yeah. darker or whatever so i remember being like okay then i must take things in my hand or something yeah then i went <laughs> and <laughs> and, I, and i feel bad because uh, i had like i mean i was told to not use them but i chose not to because of what i was seeing around me and like what people were saying and 
it made zero difference to my life honestly like it never made the kids nicer i never got like anything but after a while when you grew it like a light bulb moment happens when you're just like you know what and that doesn't need to happen within the girls little girls you know that yeah. should not be their responsibility yeah i just also want to add that people are constantly looking uh, up to you there are little humans around you and they look up to you and how you talk about yourself also teaches them how to think about themselves if you as a parent or an aunt are like i am too dark to wear orange or something and then you tell your niece no you are perfect you are still they they understand the hypocrisy they will hear that you think you can't wear certain colors so then they are like so maybe i can you start with like accepting yourself first so that you can lead by example i have had so many aunts and uncles who are like i am little about themselves like being very uncharitable and be like i'm a little dark now that color is not good for me or like whatever and then you learn by watching right it's uh, and especially for guys i think it's so bad in india because they get nicknames based on how dark they are like they call that and like in the name of like jesting they are actually i think more scarred than <laughs> you know uh, than they let on yeah. Uh, yeah yeah it's not a thing for them to get married but it is still like something that they and they are supposed to have thicker skin so they are not supposed to feel bad about it also they're yeah, just supposed to be like yeah, yeah my nickname is kalu and you are just like no go tell your friend to shut the fuck up like honestly yeah 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 yes. yeah you're right yeah now that i have finished my rant and i've worked myself up into this rage uh, <laughs> what is your next uh, product chill pill with a thanda matlab coca cola or something <laughs> so that was my second like i gave myself this task of researching cola wars like you you said that you know this is going to be a good segment i was very excited and uh, it is such a huge huge topic to talk about uh, we could do a segment a whole episode on it but i don't want to yes yeah. <laughs> so, so the so we are basically talking about some of the biggest brands having some of the like best celebrities ever and uh, a really bad product let's just say a product that everyone uses everyone has had um, coke diet coke pepsi thumbs up Ugh, do you remember and, uh, yeah so all the drinks only thumbs up there are those people who are like i'm better than you because i drink thumbs up yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, thumbs up is this like really um, i remember there is a scene in eat pray love where julia roberts when she comes to india someone at a dhaba is like you try thumbs up and she drinks it she's like what is this it's like a it's like a fertile it smells like i should not be putting this you know in my system um anyway so the the top brands in india that kind of entered into this advertising war uh, that the rest of the world really enjoyed watching um are pepsi uh coca cola um and uh, thumbs up but like thumbs up was like never really taken seriously like that uh this is these are brands that were in the 1990s uh, trying to sell this new product that was already popular everywhere else around the world to young cool indians right like oh your and the internet was there and like you had um fancy these are like the earliest millennials kind of waking up to their uh, young lives and 
I don't know. I'm, I, I keep saying young a lot, but that's literally like the description of every ad, like young, yeah. cool people doing cool things was supposed to be like hang out over cola. So the very first ad that I remember started this whole thing was this 1993 ad of Amir Khan, who was sitting in his a little very fancy apartment that has a fire escape and it is based looks like and it's in Bombay or something but um, he's playing chess and Mahima Chaudhary comes in and like with a complete British accent says can I have some coca-cola no pepsi or something and he goes and he's like yeah sure and his thing is oh like a hot neighbor has come over so I am like set apparently no wait I can see where this is going so he goes and uh, he goes to his fridge and he doesn't have a Pepsi. So he jumps out of the window I and it's based on a Michael J. Fox Pepsi ad where he uh-huh. goes over trucks and like it's raining and then he climbs down a fire escape and then he slides through the last, the shutter is coming down on a shop. He slides through, he gets one Pepsi and he comes back uh, sopping wet and then he gives it to Mahima Chaudhary who's like, thanks or something. <laughs> and then she's like, meet my friend Sanju. And Sanju, who is Aishwarya Rai, walked in extremely like the, the, she is going to a really fancy event after this. I'm And she comes in, she's like, I'm Sanju. Do you have another Pepsi for me? And he's just like, oh, and like, that's the ad. Um, it was the first time for Mahima Chaudhary and Aishwarya Rai. And like, they were all these like stars that would then become something I guess and um, at that time it was supposed to be like oh this is a fantasy that guys have that Pepsi is now showing you that Uh you can be young independent single and like have this two hot neighbors they were trying something and then I think Pepsi and Coke and both Aishwarya Rai and Amir Khan moved on from Pepsi into Coca-Cola and the next ad that like they did was about them like chatting with each other on instant messenger and uh, mm. making a plan to meet. And then he says, I'll be the one with the cola, cola Coca-Cola. And then she goes to the cafe that where they're meeting and everyone's having Coca-Cola. So she's just like, aha, but they find each other in the end. Um, I think the whole, uh, the whole idea was to capture that demographic about this is how you party. <clears throat> mm. Snacks and like, you know, uh, whatever, um, looking like very cool and all of that. And right from the beginning, they always roped in really in like influencers of the time. So Pepsi never did what other brands did or maybe did it, but like they still always had like one big face in the ad. It was never like Gali cricketers sitting and drinking like a can of Coke because there was always like a Salman Khan or someone at the back ruin it, it for everyone. The last ad I saw, I was because I was like, what is Cola doing in 2021? And then I saw like, there's a Salman Khan ad somewhere and I was just like, instantly do not want Random to. have a thumbs up, no. Now he's doing, uh, the ad that I saw was for Pepsi. So, because Akshay yeah. Kumar is now thumbs up, right? So like. Oh, I thought Akshay Kumar is the darkya ke jeete. Somehow feels like the guy for it. Mountain Dew. <laughs> so, uh, Coca-Cola and Pepsi then got into this like big, um, decades long, uh, competition uh, about branding and it all started with uh, I think Coca-Cola got the rights to the 1997 Cricket World Cup and Mm. then they made this ad that was like you know official partners of the World Mm. Cup. Pepsi did a really cool ad where they said that so cricket was meant for like gentlemen and like you Mm. could uh, officially it was meant for people with this kind of temperament and these kind of people could officially play these kinds couldn't 
and then they were like and then they, the screen shatters and then all these like other um, players from like not white countries are playing together and then they all come together and say there's nothing official about cricket and then that last tagline is said said by Sachin Tendulkar which just brought down the whole energy <laughs> of the ad and he's yeah, like Pepsi nothing official about it um, so that was like the good natured sometimes not rivalry between the brands and I think the bigger and bigger the brands got they just started roping in like Shah Rukh Khan so there was this one like mega ad I don't know if you remember this where Shahid Kapoor is yes I saw it yesterday because someone's like go home the movie is over and he's just like, like yeah I will make a ruckus in the middle of the street <laughs> exactly my thoughts and he kicks a can of Pepsi and then <laughs> Rani Mukherjee <laughs> shows up <laughs> so like fresh off the sets of Kuch Kuch Hota Hai yeah. oh that's why yes, yeah, yeah. yes and then she comes and she dances with him and then Shah Rukh Khan is like I will one up this so he comes on a van and he does his Chaya Chaya situation yeah, yeah. and then Shah Rukh Khan comes and then Kajol comes in the end and you're just like all of this for one brand. Can you imagine that like how much money they made and everyone made? I am not a big fan of their ads anyway. Yeah. That like is now. Nothing. As a child I couldn't see it. I but, know. There's nothing that's I, I was struggling to kind of like understand what is the larger point here. What were they trying to tackle with their own brand and with like what the rest of the country is and Honestly, like the the biggest challenge I think for cola brands is that now the world knows that like wo nahi peena hai. like your yeah. don't drink that that's gonna ruin your teeth that's gonna like kill your appetite and it's really unhealthy as uh, Cristiano Ronaldo has taught us to not no yes. drink water but what I really hope that these big brands can do is kind of understand their responsibility of the product that they are selling and understand that it's not. The big, the big stars are not really distracting anyone from, you know, what you're putting um, in your system. And there is, there is no way to escape that. So, yeah. Using the Indian cricket team, I think, was a master move for a lot of these uh, uh, brands, right? Like Amitabh Bachchan dancing with the Indian cricket team in that oh, hey, bubbly, oh, hey, bubbly thing. And like, you're using some of the most beloved people to sell them a product that is not good for them. Like, do you not understand the moral responsibility of this? Like, do no, does nobody involved? Um, well, I think to what Sachin Tendulkar means to Indians is like, it's hard to really put it into words for someone like what Ronaldo means for Portugal or, uh, oh God, I hope that's, that's right. <laughs> the moment I said it, I was like, where is he from? Like so uh, should have gone for a more accessible <laughs> uh, example. What Nadal means to Spain. Um, but but uh, it's, it's really, it's really like uh, surprising to me that money for people are already wealthy. Like how can it be such a big motivator when you know it's bad? I know, I think to your point, when uh, there was an ad where I think Shah Rukh Khan enters the Indian cricket team yes. and yeah. then all the cricketers are there and he calls Dravid, Saurav and <laughs> like I said, Kuch, there's something happening and everyone is shown in like one one second shot and uh, he decides that he can dress up like Sachin, I said, Kuch, some, something is happening but it's Shah Rukh Khan also such a big star and if 
it's kind of like okay if he is doing it i want to do it too at school or something yeah. which is what the brand yeah. is counting on but my my thing is that i think for like younger players to be asked to be in a campaign that's going to pay them really well and give them all this like fame and accessibility for them it must be really hard to turn it down but for uh, you know bigger stars i think it's it kind of shows what kind of person and messaging that they want to convey because i know that after someone i mean this this could easily be a pr story but i think a little girl asked amitabh bachchan why he still sells pepsi if her teacher said that it's poison and he said in an interview that like after that i stopped i cut my contract with pepsi so oh, it, but it took only 75 years it took this uh-huh. little girl being like but why you do like this yeah virat kohli has also stopped endorsing cola brands and uh, he has such a huge following and uh, i am always very sus now whenever someone says i am not endorsing this i'm like you're doing your own energy to go on <laughs> why are you not doing it but he comes across as someone who's uh, conscious about um, i think especially sports people are thought of as fit fit people people who would like really take care of themselves so yeah. for them to like go out of their way to like sort of endorse something that's so terrible for you not just in the passing it's not good it's not bad for you like it's actively bad yeah. uh, i wanted to mention that how the pepsi guys like keep getting it wrong even now the whole furore about uh, kendall jenner being in that pepsi ad uh, going and giving protesters uh, pepsi um that was just like such a mocking of uh, Uh, of the people protesting and a showcase of a white privilege and again another way the cola ad got everything wrong in 2017 like it's not it's not 20 years ago where we didn't know better here there are very easily you can do an audience poll and be like is this what is this and it just shows that sometimes brands and advertising is made by people who are from a different sort of like um mind space and to them in a protest someone can walk up and just go give the police a pepsi can and there are no repercussions but it just is tone deaf yeah it's actually super cool to then think that this is why you need more people of color in your writing teams more women more visibility because they are going to like hear that idea and say let's not do this like i would be embarrassed if this came out and uh, more encouragement for all of us to kind of like that's the great thing about criticizing culture right because then you can be like don't do this like in 20 years you're going to look like an ass um so yeah good point this brings me to my next thing right which is um, which is a soap ads that i was looking up indian soap ads like lux santoor little neema rose nirma and like all these things some of the biggest indian actresses from sharmila tagore to deepika padukone now have endorsed alongside a very shirtless shahrukh khan honestly if you do like any ad if you watch at least five ads from india what i walk away from with is like the amount of fomo shahrukh khan has <laughs> like he is always the guy who's like doing the most in all the ads and i think for the longest time if you didn't have shahrukh sachin or amitabh you couldn't sell much in india so the most overused uh, faces from indian advertising community but uh, i was watching lyrical ad the original the original and then the new one with uh, prithi zinta both under uh, waterfall and 
I suppose it's like it's a lemony soap, so the freshness. They look so manic, dude. I'm like, it's <laughs> an ad about drugs. Like you should watch it now. Just please watch it. They're like insanely happy. Like you know, they're like swinging across. They're like, hi, auntie. Literally, they're on that level. They are literally operating on the highest possible level of like happy. God, it was. Uh, yeah, I'm like a really catchy jingle, little. Yeah, there is. But uh, I think Preeti Zinda became really popular uh, uh, after the ad because she is like the new bubbly face of Indian um, advertisements. But the ad I wanted to talk about is Santoor, which kind of has become, it's become like a phrase in day-to-day life also. Like uh, if there's a young mother who looks still youngish, they're like, uh, Santoor mummy, you know. Uh, because the ad is like, uh, <laughs> the ad is that there's a woman, poor woman, happy in her life, uh, chilling. And someone's like, are you a college girl? And she's like, uh, before she could answer, a child will come running and be like, mommy. And everyone's like, mommy. <laughs> like, you know, that. And I'm like, for a country with very recent child marriage situation, why are we surprised that some of the mothers are young? Like, I don't understand. Um, and uh, all these ads now, and you look like nice how yeah. dare they uh, and then the, the whole idea that any young mom now is like a Santur mummy is like because of the ad right uh, and uh, now these ads have been repackaged with some <sighs> Bollywood stars like Saif Ali Khan and Varun Dhawan who look like idiots because they are just like who is this is this the new model and uh, the the Poor woman has no dialogues. And again, the one child comes running, mummy, and both of them are like, mummy. And then they're like, oh, photographer. Now the women have been given some professions also, along with being a mother. And they're like constantly surprised. And I'm like, Saif, you have, uh, your, your wife just became a mom at 40. Like, stop. Like, what is this? <laughs> you go home and tell her she looks like a grandma then. If you're so surprised that the young mother is like looking young, where do these people like, this is very disappointing. You have to accept. Seth is very well read. Yes. Yeah. Where does he get off like, like, you know, uh, standing for a product like this? That is so limiting. And like, if you're young, you can't be a mother. If you're a mother, you can't be successful. Uh, and everything is like from the gaze of a male. Okay. Because the girl is there and she's doing her thing. And then he comes and, People don't understand the horror that all these ads are remade with regional actors. So there is a Telugu version of this with Mahesh Babu, where he's also like with his wooden face, like, oh my God, young woman, happy by herself, must go ruin it. So <laughs> it's just like continuous. It's so disappointing. Is the script the same? Has yes, no one? Same. Oh. So there is one person who's like at a higher level in the team who's like, no, 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 must just like, let's just like change the, but it's the same format. It's the same format. There's the Telugu one was this girl was like very happily dancing in the rain. This guy goes with an umbrella and tries to like uh, keep it on her. She runs away and they're outside a dancing school. So he's like, are you a student here? And then one kid comes running, mummy. <laughs> and I'm like, oh God, it's mummy time again. And he's surprised. And uh, everything, not only, it's not even positioned for women to be like, you know, you can still, if you feel like you have changed after you've given birth, you can like, it's not, it's always through the male gaze. It doesn't happen. 
who is the biggest star uh, who is endorsing santur uh, soap it's always the male actor like which is ridiculous if you are trying to sell it off of like women's youth yeah it's it's so silly that uh, some of the biggest stars are like doing this because um, the i have classmates who are my age who are mothers and they have an incredible amount of pressure to look a certain way because of this perfect this these stereotypes of what a young mom is supposed to look like and people really go through a hard time trying to bounce back into the shape they were before pregnancy or how they look your face changes your body goes through like a massive uh, change right and uh, by just simplifying it to like show some actress or uh, a model who's probably not a mom you are just selling this in this idea that no one can ever reach up to yeah. from the male gaze and then to be like if you're not like that you want to be less visible you don't want to like just whatever like it's it's a whole cycle of absolute crap which nobody apparently feels bad about doing so i also wanted to ask you if there are any other honorable mentions that uh, you want to talk about because uh, i was looking up something and i saw action ka school time these jingles just stay in our head rent free and i was like school time action ka school time and you're like class work homework punishment lecture and like that girl says good good, good morning teacher <laughs> yeah like why do we remember all this right um and uh, i was wondering if you have any that's that's a nice uh, question i uh, know that like maggi was very like you know the 2 minute noodle maggi that became very big uh i remember reading something about how whenever like an oil or like maggi or something is endorsed like how there is one very nice mummy in a cotton saree mm-hmm. in the kitchen mm-hmm. and you know all of that um i didn't mention this but like uh, two great ad campaigns that like uh, kind of stay on message are the surf excel the dag acche hai ads mm-hmm. where a little kid is uh, he i think uh, there's a brother and sister and the sister kind of gets like her dress muddied and he jumps into the pool of mud and he fights the dirt and then he comes home and his mom is just like what did you do and mm-hmm. the understanding there is that like he stood up for his little kid sister and like the spots are fine like that that shit um i think surf excel also does a lot of share the load ads between mm-hmm. like how couples need to now step up and understand that like domestic chores are not one person's or one gender's responsibility i think yeah. those are like pretty cool um, yeah and i think talking about soaps dove has in the last few years talked about that there are different kinds of beauty yeah. and uh, it's for everyone and it looks different on different people healthy skin looks different on different people so good job guys I think uh, one thing that we didn't go near but like it's very interesting is just like shampoo ads like the oh. hair that they show in shampoos <laughs> it's like who what the edit the editing team is like make it shinier no no like little more no no keep making it shinier until it looks like one like wall of yeah. skin yeah yeah do you uh, know that uh, shampoo was discovered in india we gave the world shampoo I, I think it has come from like the soap nuts we used to use so as a country who kind of like discovered shampoo we should really do better on like shampoo ads yeah it's just, again shampoo hair is going to make someone like who broke up with you want to love and marry you the next day yeah. and like <laughs> what is happening yeah, yeah. and uh, you're right like we had so many nostalgic ads the dabar ka jalebi ad with the little mm-hmm. cake being like yeah so all those ads kind of stay with you but 
even and like some ads are like despite the product right like will i go buy dabar oil probably not but like dhara dhara oil sorry and but it's those were ads that just kind of like now you know them and i think a big thing in that time was to have a jingle and like a tagline mm-hmm. i think now we kind of just get away with just having like like the tanish cats that i uh, like so much they kind of just don't have anything that's so constricted but it's just you know it's just a moment captured uh, raymond the complete man also did a lot of ads about like what it means to be a noble honorable like good man you know it's a very english voice over yeah but it's it kind of is so tone deaf when you see it because like again the man is like he's gazed upon by the rest of the world and it's kind of like if you are like the basic level of if you have respect for women he's raymond the complete man yeah. <laughs> well good for you for like kind of encouraging men to stand up and be better but i think that that's one thing that could be different and um, the my most favorite jingle was the titan jingle na 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 is it by mozart no <laughs> the titan jingle yeah not the jingle the music that they use i thought it was actually a classical piece of music that titan has taken oh that uh, is my understanding but if someone wrote this piece like walking to work then would for them i think that was also like a very big gift idea for indians right like diwali may give your mom it's a watch matlab it's a titan watch right yeah like, yeah like my grandfather bought my sister and i our first watches and they were obviously titan well um, that's a wrap on our episode so if you like our show please follow us on facebook instagram or twitter we're, we're streaming on all podcast platforms so listen to us anywhere you get your podcast and tell a friend about us that's how we're going to get new listeners this episode was brought to you by our friends and those of you in advertising yes we prefer to skip the ads and hate it when someone makes us watch an ad while we're streaming our favorite shows but don't mind us keep doing the good work and bringing us the best of the world all through one great minute and a tagline and that's nicely done so thanks for listening see you next time bye bye